TwoQuestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancini Mo, and joining me today is Jill Scheifelbein. Jill's an award winning entrepreneur, author, and recovering academic. Me too! She, she taught business communication at Arizona State University for 11 years before venturing into entrepreneurship. Jill's business, Dynamic Communicator, helps organizations increase sales and create consumer advocates. Her latest book, this book, Dynamic Communication, 12 Strategies to Grow, Lead, and Manage Your Business, his stores earlier this year, and we're talking about it today. Jill, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Susan. I'm happy to be here. Well, I'm excited to talk about this book. I found it very interesting, um, and I'm always excited when I get to read things that are both written by someone who is also a recovering academic, <laughs> and it, it referenced so many of the research I'm so familiar with. <laughs> so listening is a huge theme in your book. I mean, yes. it's huge. Yeah. And you talk about not just how to listen, but how to know when others are listening to you and how they're listening to you. Can you talk a little bit about why both sides of that equation are so important? Yeah, I think one of the skills that is not taught at all, um, and maybe if it is, it's like maybe a chapter in a textbook in business and communication classes is listening. But yet listening is just as, if not more crucial than the words that you're choosing to use in many situations. So if any textbook or if any book that exists out there is talking about listening, it's talking about how, you know, you yourself, how I, Jill, can be a better listener, how you, Susan, can be a better listener, or how you, person listening right now, can be a better listener. <laughs> but for me, I found it very important to kind of shift that paradigm and flip it upside down because if you don't understand how people are listening to you, if your goal is to motivate, to inspire, to persuade, to sell, to move to any type of decision, which if you're not moving to some type of decision in a conversation, most of the time the point is moot, <laughs> you need to know how the other person is listening to you because if they're listening for information, that's one thing. But if they're listening for knowledge, it's another. And unless someone is listening in the knowledge state of processing, they are never going to make an action. They are never going to decide. And that's crucial for any communicative situation where you're trying to get an action out of somebody. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the other piece of this is that it's not just, oh, I'm listening or, oh, they're listening. It's I'm building a connection with that person and they're hearing what I'm saying. They're understanding me. Um, and, and we're talking about business here. And, and I suspect there are, <laughs> I know there are far too many folks who don't really understand why connection is so important today. Um, you and I know they don't know. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about why connection is so important? People buy from people. People don't buy products. People buy an experience. And the only way to have an experience is if some type of human interaction is involved. And in this world where we're trying to be more automated and autonomous and using AI and all of these other things, we still as consumers want a specific type of connection. So for example, just uh, two days ago, I use Adobe Cloud services mm. for software 
And I found out that I had been being double billed for one of the apps for about nine months. No. And of course, you know, shame on you, financial slacker for not checking your credit card <laughs> statement every month in detail. You know, it's like 20 bucks, but still 20 bucks times nine is 180 bucks, which is a nice theater ticket here in New York City. And That's I right. want that. That's so right. it, you know, I got on their site, went through all the checklists of things you need to do. And then there were two options for contact that the site listed. One was a 24 seven chat and the other one was call, but only between these certain hours. And because of course it was 11 PM at night here in New York city, it wasn't one of those hours where I could actually call. So what did I do? I used a 24 seven chat. Well, every about few minutes, two to three minutes, I would get an update that would say, you're number 13 in line. Your estimated wait time is a minute. Now, the first time I got that, I said, great, they must have a lot of staff. Three minutes later, you're number 12 in line. Your estimated time is a minute. And this just went on and on and on for almost 20 minutes. And I was doing other things, but I took a screenshot of it, tweeted Adobe, said basically that your 24-7 chat is a joke and you need to give customers other ways to contact you. Within hours, and this was like in the middle of the night, I woke up, someone had immediately responded to my Twitter and with four direct tweets, The money was refunded to my account. Now, what's amazing is as a consumer, I'm willing to sit, have that chat up on one screen or one tab while I'm still doing some other things, but it was late and it was the last thing I wanted to accomplish before I went to bed that night because it was just getting those little things checked off the list while watching TV. And I wanted to connect with someone. Now, if I could have sent an email, I would have done that and been done with it. But if you as a business are offering ways for your consumers to connect with you, but yet you aren't connecting. You have an incredible failure on your hands. And so not only did that system completely fail, the only way I was able to get resolved was when I complained about it in public, which is not something I easily, you know, go do. But this was the second case in less than a week and a half where I had tried a company's support channels tweeted it out on Twitter and got a better response via social. And here we're talking about it now, also in public. Yes. (laughs) You know, and I even wrote them back and I gave public feedback, like kudos to your social support team. You need to really rethink your other strategies. But it's, the connection is so important and the shortcuts are not the way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like we're getting more and more shortcuts, but the companies that are really connecting are doing it right. It's just, it just is, it just is. I wish people would listen. (laughs) I mean, what's crazy is another service uh, today or last night I was going through looking at uh, different bills and stuff, you know, end of the year type things when you're late at night awake and you can't sleep. So let's do finances. It's fun. Oh, that'll help you sleep. (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm looking, I'm like, you know what? I don't really use the full capacity of Calendly, which was a scheduling software that I've been using. So I should just downgrade one level to the account until I'm ready to use it again. Mm-hmm. I do that. I told them the reason. They asked, you know, why are you downgrading? Whatever. I got a personalized email saying, thank you so much for continuing to use our service. We're here whenever you want to upgrade again. Okay. And I thought, you just thanked me for downgrading and staying with you as a customer. Yeah. Yeah. And 
they asked, is there anything we could do to have made the service better? Or is it just a different shift in your business, which is what I put in the thing. So not only did they listen, right, from a technical standpoint, they used that message back to me, right. but they were trying to connect and engage me in a conversation by which they could gauge how I was listening to their service, how I was listening and using their platform. And that extra step is something that most companies miss. Yeah. And that's a great example. That's a great comparison. And by the way, I love that company. I use them as well. Yeah. They're great. They're good. <laughs> well, my goodness, I feel like I could talk to you for hours about this stuff. <laughs> I only get two questions though. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me. This business, this has been super informative and interesting. Thank you so much, Susan. Love sharing with your audience. And if anyone has follow-up questions because two wasn't enough, I'm everywhere on social at Dynamic Jill and Susan, I would love to hear from you. Absolutely. Well, okay, folks, here is the book right here. And you want to make sure you get it. We're going to put a link to this book as well as Jill's various places you can find her on the show notes for today. So make sure you pick up your copy. It's really good. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.